This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Hi, you're back with us here. I'm sitting on uh, my uh, set, as I want to call it, but I don't think technically, Ramia, you can call it a set. Virtual set? But my set? background, virtual set, thank you. Okay. Uh, I mean, or half virtual. Anyway, folks, fireplace off to my right, roaring away there, keeping me warm. Off to the left, a little bit of snow out that window, though, and a Christmas tree. That means we're getting you into the Christmas feel. So I mentioned at the top of the show, for me, it's this time of the year where I feel most Christmassy. Um, it's the music. It's the feel, knowing people are going this out. This time of the year, meaning mid-December? storytelling. Yeah, probably maybe around starting around the 4th or the 5th. All right. And right through to the 24th. Then I'm done. And then right before Christmas, you're out. Oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm fine. You know, okay, hey, oh, you know, Christmas, happy Christmas, whatever. Uh, That's great and all. But it's more of the feel of it. The shows, that kind of thing. And I'm not going to watch all the movies. Sorry, I'm not going to do that every day. But it's just in the air, right? Of course it is. Like the smell of pine from Christmas trees, the cold in the air, the crunch, crunch, crunch. And then Rumya wants it all rolled up after Christmas. Get rid of this snow and this cold. Mostly the uh, cold. You can keep yeah. the snow a bit, but get rid of the cold. But not the Christmas tree, though. That'll stay for another three weeks because I'm way too lazy to take it down right away. All that hard work for just a week and a half. That'll learn a little more about Vancouver Christmases. Mm. You know, the, 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 the they don't have quite the cold, but you'd have to get used to the dark, the gloominess. At least the snow, when you got it, it's bright enough to make it a little more lively. Uh, we welcome him to talk a little bit about that and more and give an opinion. Carol Yakeville, who brings us news from Vancouver. What's going on, Carol? How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And I can tell we are on the same wavelength here because it's Christmas on my mind, too, and the holidays in general. And Kelly, you are absolutely correct that we get very dark out here at this time of year. Mm. So... I sort of decided, okay, what am I going to do about that? And what do I have to offer today for people? And there are lights downtown. And I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, for me, going downtown, and that meant Chicago for me at the time, was the most fun thing on Christmas to do ever. Go see Santa, see lights, hear music, all those things. So... You know, with vision loss, it's not that easy to get out in the winter and especially when it's dark. So I thought, okay, I'm going to try to find things downtown that are free, accessible, and light. So that was my criteria. And I found a couple of really wonderful things. So the first one I want to... Carol, I remember the days when we had our Christmas parade in the morning, and the Christmas just seemed to unwrap right after that. You walk into any mall, Santa was there, everything like that. And then they started yeah. moving it to night because it's so bright and all the lights and everything like that. So I kind of straddle the fence where I believe it totally should be an earlier in the day thing so families could go out and really enjoy what felt like the launching of, of Christmas. So anyway, um, one of the things that does always feel like Christmas, your first item is music. That's right. Music is in my background, and I love Christmas music. Not all, but a lot of it. So what I found downtown at the St. Andrew's Wesley Church is something called Jazz Vespers. And believe it or not, this has been going on for 30 years, every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. But of course, at Christmas time, things have a Christmas flavor. 
So this is a church that you may know. It's right next to St. Paul's Hospital. It is a very beautiful church. It has the most stained glass windows, so it's very light. And it also um, is known to be a very welcoming community for LGBTQ and, and lots of other uh, groups. So you go there, they hand you a cup of tea, I mean, a ceramic cup, a real cup of tea, mm. and they have jazz from four to five every Sunday afternoon. I heard a quartet, mm. a pianist and, and his uh, bass, drums and guitar, and his wife was a singer and a tap dancer. It was absolutely fantastic and such a beautiful atmosphere to be in and light. So filled with light, filled with music, free, and also the number two bus stops outside the door of the church. So it's one of those places where you can easily get to and enjoy. On Christmas Eve, it's a Sunday, but it's going to be at 3 p.m. And that show is called We Three Queens. And it's three jazz divas who are going to present um, music that day. So nice. Yeah. And we're going to continue on with music, Carol, because, I mean, it's just the best way to celebrate and to get festive around this time anyway, and we don't have to just hear the music at the malls. So tell us about Live and Up, which is uh, in at Cool Harbor in Vancouver. Yeah. So this is brand new this year, and it's every Friday and Saturday between 5 and 10 p.m. It's also free. And this is along the seawall, which is one of Vancouver's most beautiful areas. And what they've done is they've put up all these light sculptures. Oh, So again, accessibility was on my mind. The whole area is much better lit than it ever has been. And you can go, you know, in the afternoon and wait for the sun to go down. But the music really gets going around five or six o'clock. There's a giant polar bear the the light sculptures are a polar bear and there's a an oh. orca and there's a squirrel there's the squirrel Whoa, and a blue nice. heron yeah and so you can see and the other thing is there is i never even knew this there is an elevator from canada place which is near our convention center and you take that elevator down four floors and you are on the seawall so the seawall turns out to be one of the most accessible places to walk with your cane, which I did, mm. because it's wide and it's flat and you have Christmas carolers and there's a music tent. And I had a hot toddy, uh, which was very <laughs> nice on a cool mm. evening and heard a wonderful big band of of students. So another really kind of Christmassy, but, you know, free, accessible and and full of light how wow. big what? is the space or how widespread out are people um when you're kind of moving around and exploring carol i mean i'm not looking for exact measurements but does it feel like a lot of area for you to hang out in uh yeah so the seawall is a path that i'm going to say is probably about 15 feet wide mm -hmm. and it spans this is from canada place to cardero street i'm going to say that's a couple of kilometers yeah. So wow. this is a neighborhood. Yeah, there's a neighborhood. Okay. Where people live, but you know, um, it, it's it's not difficult. It's not so crowded, for instance, that you you can't make your way. Wow. Okay. 
I love that with with especially as you walk along and people singing and performances or discuss like just that, that what a place to walk enjoy yourself. Yeah. I guess there are those times the cold coming off the water might get you a little bit, but what a way to utilize something that has to be there that has a purpose and make sure that not only is it a, a protection, whether it's water, sound, what have you, that that we're uh, protecting on the other side, but where people can actually go and play, have fun, walk, enjoy, and be entertained. Carol, um, you want to move on to, to Vancouver Digital Writers Fest. Fascinating. Well, I always try to include an online thing too. So this is a good stocking stuffer for people. It's valued at $100, but you can get it for $10 because it's a pay-as-you-go thing. And what it is is uh, 25 recordings of the Vancouver Writers' Festival, which went on in October, but they package it as an online on-demand thing. And there are 25 writers and different panels, everything from uh, Seasons of the Witch to uh, Think oh, About wow. Novels, and one that I actually attended live in October called uh, It's Not Too Late, which is about climate and features mm. Vancouver's own John Valiant, who has written an award-winning book called Fire Weather about, you know, the forest fires here and, and elsewhere in Canada. Anyway, uh, you can get this Vancouver Digital Writers Fest for $10. The link is, I can believe, included on the notes here. And you can listen from December 15th to January 31st. So if you don't want to go out, you can sit home and, and listen to some good writers. I know, wow. Ramya, you're a big book lover, and I think mm. there's something here for everybody. Wow. I love the idea of the right. I mean... You know, I know a lot of my theater people do writers groups because you're working yeah. with people to get better. You're trying stuff out. You show your stuff like we talked to the comics about going to a comedy club and trying out new material. And so oh, that, that landed flatter than a pancake. Can't use that one or need to tweak it still. And I know that's the wonderful thing about having writers groups of any kind and especially for digital you know, we have an era where everyone can be included. And if someone has issues getting out or can't or isn't comfortable they don't have to be excluded either. And Carol, when you see stuff like this available for us to be entertained as an audience, um, you know, Joe Public, wow, what an opportunity and what a time of year for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really, really cool. Okay, Carol, so what else for you guys? Chicago, I did not know you were from there. What um, what does Christmas look like going forward? I, I was going on about how I love this time, as we mentioned at the top, um, for me, the favorite, the buildup, and you just gave a whole bunch of reasons why. Well, I, I think Christmas in Vancouver, it doesn't have the snow usually. Last year we did, but I don't think it's predicted for this year. So it differs from elsewhere in Canada, but I think... You know, we do have a really strong choral tradition here. So a lot of the churches are full of, I mean, speaking of free events, there's lots of uh, choirs that are singing. And um, personally, I'm into the lights. Mm. I'm putting up all the lights. The My husband put the lights outside over the weekend. And now I'm working on, you know, the lights inside. Awesome. Is your neighborhood uh, big on lights and, and decorating, Carol? I live near City Hall, so I would say it may be not the most. Um, but if you drive around town, there's a big community of people in various neighborhoods yeah. who put on amazing displays. And downtown, yeah. 
is one of the better places. So it's another reason to go downtown this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's you don't so have many to places. spend money. <laughs> Just That's walk it. around. And you got the city doing it, putting up so many wonderful things. It's, it's lovely great. walking around. Oh. Yeah. Carol, thanks a lot. Thank you and happy holidays to you both you and too. to we'll all talk, our listeners. We'll talk to you in the new year. Thank you. Okie doke. Carol Yaple is our community reporter in Vancouver, British Columbia. So many cool things. If you missed any of it, check out one of our repeats of the program or certainly check in on our podcast, please. Up next, folks, Beth Deer is going to return to the program. We're going to have a guide dog and service animal report from her in two minutes. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.